Hello and welcome to season two of Intermediate Studies, a podcast on Some things never change. Smooth. <laughs> Maybe a new season, but it doesn't mean I've learned how to say the intro that I've now had to say 25 times. Hello and welcome to Intermediate Studies, a podcast on Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone who's listening at this point knows the intro. Today we're discussing Anthropology 101, <laughs> in which Jeff and Britt are engaged in a dangerous game of relationship one-upsmanship in response to Britt's embarrassing moment at the end of the previous school year, which could cause the entire study group to fall apart. There we go. I did it. It's, it's done. Nailed. Uh, perfect. <laughs> go First listen, time. Go well, listen to our other one and follow us on whatever, and thanks, Spike. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jack. Nailed it today. Jack. What did you think of Anthropology 101? Oh, it's so good, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, the, I love the jokes. I, I really like the plot with um, Jeff and Britta. They're, like, trying to one-up each other. And it's so Britta that she's, you know, getting fame for, like, being turned down by a guy. <laughs> um, Betty White. Oh, my God. <laughs> so good. Um, yeah. 10 out of 10. Yeah. What, what about you, Reese? You... <laughs> yeah, I... I was surprised to find out that yeah, this is this is probably my favorite episode so far. I I I, I know that season two is great, like great, great, and probably the best season overall. I didn't realize that it. I I, I forgot that it started that as strong as it goes. Like anthropology one one, the Betty White stuff, brilliant, yeah. But the whole wedding uh, scenario was just brilliant, and stuff like um, from a I think from like a a creative point of view, the way um, the you got the opening intro, the way they shoot the the wed the, the the faux wedding, how dynamic it is, and of course all the scenes in the in the anthropology study room, they're just so well shot, and you're just watching going, this is a really really great production, and they've that if this is the first episode of them finally being allowed to do whatever the hell they want, then I can't you know how great is the perfect run in the middle of the season going to be because I haven't, I haven't watched season two in a long time because I've been putting it off because we were doing this. I can't wait. This has really set me up. I I love this episode too. I think it's probably the strongest season opener of the show. And it's there's, there's a lot going on in it. You've got the anthropology class, which is great. You've got the Jeff and Britta one-upping, which is great. You've got Arbed not wanting to be a, college, a community college sitcom anymore. He wants to do parody episodes now. <laughs> You've got, <laughs> um, it, you've got Troy and Pierce with the old white man says, which is great. It's just there's there's a lot going on. It. The only thing that drags it down for me is I feel like Annie is stepped back as a character for her flirting with Jeff in this. She's too childish oh, yeah, compared to where stuff. Annie reached at the end of the last season. But that's like two scenes, and then she brings it back with a whopping great punch at the end. So, so yeah. like yeah, it's, great. it's no! a great it's a great episode. It's because she wanted to feel like an adult yeah. again. Yeah. <laughs> just she's got to beat up Jeff. So yeah, it's a yeah, it's yeah. a great episode. Uh where where she screams? <laughs> no! Sign <laughs> of the amazing Alison Bree stuff to come in season two. <laughs> uh, yeah. What about you, Sammy? What did you think of the episode? I quite like this episode, but I don't think I'm in, as in love with it as you are. Um, like you were saying, like it's the be- it's the strongest opener. But I'm just thinking of ladders because I love ladders in season six. Um, so yeah, I I I I really enjoy this episode. Don't get me wrong. I it's just not a it's no it's not close to a ten out of ten for me though. 
but it's still a really really solid episode yeah something that shines for me about the episode is that you can tell that season two is going to be fantastic if it's starting with this because season one starts with obviously its pilot which while a, a solid episode just isn't really a sign of what's to come but then season two just comes straight out of the the door with this and i think it's fantastic Mike, you're speaking my Changwidge. <laughs> oh. can, you can tell from this episode alone, can't you, that Chang's going to be a much bigger focus this season. Yeah. There's so much of him. Any room yeah. in this? Any room in this pocket for a little spare Chang? <laughs> <laughs> and the golems, the golem stuff as well. There's so many great lines in this episode. Yeah, uh, yeah. I love it. It's because it's it it's perfect. I, I literally cannot think of any faults. I know you said the Annie stuff, but it it fits with the episode. Like she's 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 the only one like enamoured by Jeff in this episode, and it's like she's overdoing it. Yeah, but it, it fits. She also gets the, the the cracking line of "We didn't actually kiss. What we did was technically Frenching." I read it in this month's issue of National Review. Yeah. <laughs> but you can tell she's been thinking about nothing else for six weeks. Yeah, like. And Jeff's I love already the moved scene on as well, where um, Britta and Jeff are like kissing, and you see the cameras focused oh. on Annie oh. freaking out, oh. and it and it is the oh. most uncomfortable and like disgusting kiss I think I've ever seen in my life. Like it's gr- <laughs> it's gross. <laughs> Annie, <laughs> like they go, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sammy. I wonder how uncomfortable the actors were. <laughs> they did that because <laughs> they're like handshaking with their so, Something you can only do it's once so you reach weird. season two of your show. <laughs> you do that once you film 25 episodes together. Uh, yeah, I feel really bad for Annie in this because she's always in the background watching this one-upmanship. And obviously she doesn't believe it, but she knows that it's putting Jeff further away from her. And it's just like breaking her heart more and more. And I hate it. Oh, specifically oh, like, the woman who belong who deserves to be with you, Annie. All women deserve to be with me, <laughs> <laughs> and vice versa. <laughs> and vice versa. <laughs> Should we, Willem? Uh, I think we'll discuss. We, I think we broke it down to two plot lines. That everything else attaches to. But before we get to them, I just want to throw a shout out how great the opening of this episode is. Yeah, yeah. we're back, and then the more getting out of bed, I think, is is a great intro. My first note was Troy Spider-Man pajamas makes him my hero forever. Well, like you know the yeah. you know the story behind that, don't you, Sammy? Because this was back when people were campaigning um, Donald for Spider-Man. Oh. Yeah, everyone wanted him to play Spider-Man, so that was a little reference to it. And then, and I knew I was going to have to bring this up in this episode because it's like the coolest reference to any film ever. That's the scene where Prowler in Into the Spider-Verse is watching Community on his TV when Miles goes to his apartment and he's watching that scene where Donald Glover gets out of bed just as Spider-Man because it's a reference to how people wanted Donald to play Spider-Man um, and they finally made a Miles Morales movie and he's in it but also he plays Aaron he Davies plays... in Spider-Man Homecoming yeah. who is Prowler. Yeah. Prowler's watching Prowler on TV watching him being Spider-Man and a reference to how he wanted to play his nephew who's Spider-Man. <laughs> it's such a great like reference and they just put it yeah, in the Spider-Verse yeah. for like a second incredible <laughs> so community exists in the spider-verse in the spunk community exists in the spunk <laughs> oh don't don't say, uh, don't say I, that you've just ruined spider-man uh, i still want Do- i still want donald for spider-man i want it for prowler okay. come on make it happen <laughs> also i love that we finally get the full intro like properly now it's just like at the beginning of like all of these episodes 
um yeah it's a solid it's a solid intro such a fantastic catch-up as well to what everyone's been doing over the summer and i love no one wants to talk to pierce so he goes to troy he's like what did you do lived with you (laughs) (laughs) my favorite old white old white man says uh i'm old white man says no wonder he says everything i'm thinking You bastard. I'm only saying what... I'm only tweeting what you say. <laughs> Things you say. How would you like if I tweeted <laughs> everything you say? Toy he Story thinks girls three. have two people. <laughs> no, what, no, no, no. He, think, he, thinks, he thinks all, all dogs, dogs are boys dogs, and all cats are girls. And there's no way to disprove that because you've never seen a cat penis. <laughs> I love when um, Britta emerges from hiding behind the couch. Troy turns to him. Goes, Hello, Toy Story. Uh, Britta. <laughs> yeah, because Toy Story 3 was massive. Great. Isn't Obviously, it? all of these people watched Toy Story 3. Yeah. But Arbed watched it 2010. three times. Man, that, it dates it, doesn't it? I know, 2010, man. I know you're a big defender of Britta, Reese, but you mm-hmm. have to admit. She says to the group, look, I just want to forget about it and move on. And as soon as she starts reaping the benefits from it, she throws all that in the, yeah. out the window. Because it's yeah. something we learn consistently is that Britta isn't as much of an activist as she says, or as Jack would put it, as much of an Activision game developer as she says. Because um, <laughs> like, every time the attention's on her, she gets like super full of herself and, and quite vain. Oh, God, yeah. But it means you get fantastic moments like, Hi, on Hi, my own on my drama. Own drama. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Love it. Oh my god, you oh, man, the worst. I've got to go where the heat is. Yeah, Jeff Winger, you're a jerk. <laughs> and then later where's the on, nearest, where's the cleanest bathroom? <laughs> it's how teacher's Annie lounge. knows that the nearest bathroom is in the teacher's lounge because Annie has roots through the teacher's lounge. Very oh. important for, mm. for something later. Don't oh. worry, Jack. Mm. Don't worry. <laughs> oh man. Oh. <laughs> I think we we spoke about it for a, for a bit then, so we'll, we'll stick on it for a bit. How does everyone feel about Jeff and Brit? <laughs> do we do we all support them as a couple? <laughs> Good God, no! Oh, it's so romantic, isn't it? It's just really like pure and honest. Like Shirley, the really only gets, person you know, who can see through really it is <laughs> Annie. <laughs> everyone else is so on board. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's so it's stupid, isn't it? Yeah. It's, like, yeah. it's so Arbed. dumb. It's so obvious that neither of them like each other. <laughs> Arbed can kind of see through it because he's like, but he Jeff doesn't and Britta is boring wants... until Shirley's like, well, if you were a good friend, you would see Jeff and Britta as their own side adventure. So he does. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> he tries to spin them off yeah. to, to get in, to get out of my TV show and form your own. <laughs> <laughs> Fake wedding. Uh. Yeah. Oh, and when they're, <laughs> when they're scrambling for the ring, and then when Britta goes, "Will you marry me?" Uh, yeah, of course. Like whatever. <laughs> <laughs> of course, it's not the. Uh, it, it, they do the wedding a lot. The wedding proposal stuff a lot better than they do yeah. later on. Because um, Britta's uh, actually great at weddings. She comes yeah, from a long line brilliant. of wives and mothers. <laughs> <laughs> Most of us do. It's our bread. How you doing, Irish singer? Yeah. And a terrible <laughs> Marian, George Clooney impersonator. Marion, 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 Jeffrey Winger. I just, I just that that study room scene is just incredible. Yeah, it's fantastic. I, I mean, do you think the amount of st- stuff that happens in that five minutes? You know, from the you, you get the start, the uh, f- 
fair warning, it's my penis. <laughs> <laughs> I know the tool that's most important. Yeah, to and humanity. then they, of course, the proposal. And then, like, the way it descends, like, with the yeah, punch, and then then just absolute silence for the singing and you just see everyone and in the room just yeah the, the, the expressions on all their faces like they utter dread at this at the moment and you just got our bed love another it. scene of <laughs> just fantastic troy moments season two is just full of troy moments like everyone like like when shirley points out that they had sex on the table and everyone gets up and goes oh yeah. and troy goes awesome <laughs> <laughs> is there anything you didn't win that day Look, if you take if you take a bite out of one donut, you don't then lick another and put it back in the box. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Edward Ejector is being referred to as donuts. And I love but, that but, Troy says three donuts like he he's genuinely got Shirley up there as a viable yep. candidate yep. <laughs> for him. Well, he does because we've seen <laughs> him go and make the face to her when they were doing the, the but, looking around. I, I but I I I can sort of ima- I can't imagine it because it never happened for me. But if you like. Can you imagine coming back to this after like the the show was off air for like a year because it between season one and season two, and you get thrown right back into this episode, and just in that five minutes alone, you rediscover and you relearn the, all the motivations and everything behind every single character basically in that five minutes. Like Shirley is, Shirley just wants them to get married because she's worried for their souls, save their souls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, Troy is just being stupid about everything. Like, like, like. The, the whole wedding thing is going on and like white man's old white man says comes up and you just like it's so it's it's so like less relevant than what's Everything actually else. going on but it's, to them it's like super and then important. you got our bed our bed being gimmicky annie being well needy and then um uh, yeah, yeah she, she the way she lashes out and again takes control of her own destiny by punching, punching jeff, jeff in the, in the face, face. <laughs> such a good punch and then, what a and then jeff and britta like, like you just remember in like season season one, you're like, yeah, they're, they're all right together, but you don't want it to last. And then they put them together in this. You're like, yeah, it, it's only an episode. Good, uh, Get, just, let's move them it's on. So <laughs> so many good lines in the scene as well. First Vaughn, now Jeff. Oh. I better not smile at that plug socket or you'll fry your tongue off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, remember the, these are all terror. These are all terrible people, aren't people. they? It does such a and when they let fantastic. Oh, yeah. And when job. they let off steam, they let off. This, this episode does such a fantastic job at even though even if you watch it straight after Pascal's trying it, it does such a good job of making you feel like you've taken a six week break in between because mm. like that feels yeah. like such a end of year and this feels like such a start of year <laughs> missionary of year accomplished after that though right <laughs> now I hear you're French <laughs> the you, brunette you... <laughs> it's a hat Starbins is out of a hat <laughs> <laughs> the ensemble love, is almost complete Starbans. I love, I love, I love his, I love the look, Starbirds with yeah, his hat. It's, it's great. It's better when it adds a lizard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what we haven't even to talked about. Oh, he doesn't got, have it. Got blown it got up. Cremated as well, didn't it? Oh, yeah. Sh- remember, it's got its own urn. Jack's seen season three. Season three. But as Jack, oh, our, our, our eight million listeners haven't. Was... So. I was blocked at season four. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all I've seen of season four is Troy and Abbott. And that's oh. it. <laughs> Troy and Abbott back from Because of the autoplay. Uh, shall we then discuss what? We haven't even discussed the best part of this episode yet. And it's everything to do with anthropology class. <laughs> <laughs> so Betty good. White. Well, 
<laughs> but he wanted so good. Well, you use respect to defend yourself, and I'll attack you with this. You win. I just love that. But the right, what's the most important weapon? I guess. But if you combine <laughs> all eight weapons into one mega weapon, it's just like she's just an oh, absolute. It reminded me of like Yu-Gi-Oh. Like I'm so. Exodia. <laughs> Clearly. Oh, the unstoppable well Exodia. <laughs> she's just an absolute nah. psychopath, isn't she? Like, she's absolutely. Yeah, she's a teacher mental. at Greendale, so. But you know that she's a. Uh... Like a everything supremacist as well. Yeah. Like clearly. Like, yeah. Clearly. Like she hates it. She she probably likes murdering animals and killing other people. Like um, that's that's how she knew how to build it. <laughs> she probably likes hunting people. Yeah, probably. Yeah. In, she was in, she was awfully good at catching Jeff. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's well trained. In the Jedi art. She's not. <laughs> I respect you. <laughs> That is That's why, why you, you lose. <laughs> she's she's not the highlight of those scenes to me though. It, it's Chang when Jeff gives his excellent winger speech. Oh, the oh, like, of a meme. <laughs> oh, okay. And then and then Jeff finishes up. He's like, and that's a fact. And then you Chang under his breath. He's like, that's a gay fact. <laughs> Would a man with no shame do this? Bank balance, fourteen dollars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, student Chang, fantastic. Yeah, just Chang that no longer sense. has to worry about the fact that he's got to teach. Just a Chang that can now just insult them all he wants. And it's it's amazing. Like I, I know I said when we talk about season one that Chang has this real authority about him in each scene because he's in control of a class and he he's in control of our main characters like fates when it comes to passing or failing Spanish. There's a real sense of gravitas about the character. And I love as soon as you move into season two. It's all gone. Just by the sh- just by the shirt he wears, it's like yeah, it's all gone. He has no power now and he's clinging on for everything. Um uh, and then when you bring Duncan into it yeah. his break that his <laughs> breakdown at the end. Oh yeah. Chang. Oh it doesn't <laughs> don't, yeah. don't have any I'll be interested <laughs> I love that you never and it starts here and carries on when Duncan comes in you never get a sense ever of what they're supposed to be learning in anthropology because this professor is just such a psychopath you've got no idea what like the point in what she's teaching them is and when Duncan comes in he just doesn't understand what it is so you, you genuinely starting with this episode never get a sense of what they're supposed to be doing in that class yeah. but you're well, actually, you, you, you get a sense of what they're supposed to be learning because Chang says that it's all about genital mutilation and ancient weaponry. <laughs> <laughs> now you're speaking my Chang language. <laughs> um, I also like that it... Uh, I love that line. That has... And I get that we only really get Starburns in it in this episode, but a lot of the side characters are in this class, aren't they? Because Chang's in there, Starburns in there, Neil and Vicky, who we haven't met yet, are both in that class. Garrett's not in this one, is he? In this class. Hmm? He he might be hidden away somewhere. Garrett. Garrett. No, Garrett's not in. I wonder if Buddy is. Do you think Buddy's in the back? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Buddy's in the back going, whoa, she's taking out Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> I love how she fires the tranquilizer dart right yeah. in yeah, the middle yeah. of the starburn. <laughs> and then he's just like, <laughs> sat there just like, twitching. Yeah. Oh. Man. Uh, it is 
it is a, I, I'm not I'm not sure about the end tag on this either like I like the song but contextually it's weird for them to go, go and sit and rap with the person who just assaulted their friend I don't think nah. it is no because I think Troy Narbo thinks she's cool ass <laughs> yeah because like the second yeah. she comes in they awesome <laughs> do the like the, start, the, the handshake <laughs> also I love that that end tag I genuinely used to use for revision in exams because I had um, tax, taxonomy exams where I had to remember kingdom, genus, phylus, all of that. And I genuinely used to in the exam and had to remember kingdom, animalia, phylum, good, classes, mammalia, genus. We got it. Bless the rains down in Africa. Africa. What an end tag. What a fantastic end tag. I can't remember what her name is because I'm just so used to calling her Betty White. <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't matter, does it? It's just Betty White. <laughs> uh, Professor... I was going to say Cornwallis, but that's someone completely different. Yeah, I was going to say June Moore, <laughs> and it's not June Moore, is it? Professor... Uh, Sean Garrity. June Bauer. June Bauer. God, community has such a powerful set of professors, doesn't it? Betty yeah. White, Duncan, <laughs> Chang, Cornwallis, Buzz... <laughs> God, yeah. Cornwallis. Cornwallis is not one of the powerhouse professors. Cornwallis is a powerhouse professor. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Like, like what? Like you would be terrified at that school because any one of those teachers would kill you at a moment's notice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if Duncan. He would. might. He's no, he... drunk all the time. And the thing is, the, the dean might, but only on accident. <laughs> T is the dean <laughs> in this one? Yeah, no. he has a um, a tannoy announcement at the start. Yeah, but not really. But he's not in it. Oh, yeah, yeah. He says about um, Britta and Jeff. Oh, yeah. Uh, doesn't he? Right at the start. Wait, Britta embarrassed herself with the tranny dance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Fantastic. It's, oh, it's such a good... Again, <laughs> it's uh, so good. yeah. Just like everything to do with that <laughs> anthropology class. And I think every single time we go to that anthropology class, even once Duncan takes over... Is a f- like just a fantastic scene. Even messianic myths and ancient people, which is my least non my least favorite non season four episode. Everything in that class is just fantastic because <laughs> it's, it's just like a weird class to be. <laughs> I love um, when they're like in the study room again, looking at all the uh, the different um, tools and things. Um, Troy picks up the telescope. <laughs> yeah, goes, maybe it's the telescope. You look through it backwards and shrink your enemies. <laughs> Ooh, maybe it's the I cross because it, it represents Jesus. That's an axe. <laughs> that's an axe. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you the tool that's most important for humanity's survival. But fair warning, fair it's my penis. Warning. It's my penis. <laughs> yeah. Oh, season two Pierce is, is something special. <laughs> yeah. He's, uh, he gets... He hasn't even got the drugs yet. <laughs> I will be a living god. God. <laughs> oh. oh man. Shall we? Oh, short episode today. Shall we move on to standout moments? Because God, I think you could. There's so many to choose from, and I think I've, I think I've gone for one that you guys probably haven't. Let's start with Mister. I hate this episode. It's my least favorite one ever. And we'll go to Sammy first. I just noticed he's frozen, so we won't. We'll go to Jack first. <laughs> Mine is the end tag with uh, singing Africa with <laughs> Betty White. Oh, bless the absolutely race. brilliant. I love that it just turns uh, into Africa so like seamlessly. Yeah, yeah, it's just it. 
was meant to be. And, and then you it? give, That's... and it gives Donald Glover the chance to, to rap. properly sing, yeah, which because uh... he could do it because he's talented. <laughs> My yeah. favorite part of that rap is um, class is mammalia because boobies. We got him. <laughs> 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 Dogs used to eat me, and now they bring the paper in. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay, Sammy's back. Sammy's alive again. So we'll. Uh, I'm alive. We'll go back to Sammy now. Now that he's back. Uh, Sammy, what's your standout? I think it's just Annie's punch. Like, whilst the entire scene is fantastic, that specific bit—just the scream and the charge—and it's just a terrible <laughs> punch, but it's so good. Um, <laughs> and then she's just like shaking her wrist, like really hurt herself when she whacked him. Um, yeah, I think it's just a fantastic punch, and it's finally, it's also finally Annie like standing up for herself a a bit more in this episode, um, and be like, no, fuck Jeff Winger, and just like smacking him. I think it's just I also, fantastic. I also just think the punch is important to redeem Annie because as I said she spends this whole episode being very immature which doesn't match with I think where she reached at the end of the last season but then you get back to that and she punches and from here she's sort of never really that immature again for the rest of the show <laughs> well a few points but like nothing <laughs> as major as this story because she's very childish here uh, what's your standout Reese? I know what you're um... going to say it's uh, it's just the um, nearing the end of that of that, of that great um, class the study room scene and well surely since you've clearly failed to grasp the central insipid metaphor of those Twilight books to devour let me explain it to you men are monsters who crave young flesh the end and then when she he looks goes, so ah, shocked and, and he's like and then when when Britta goes I never loved you and he goes. Ah! <laughs> I win, and then he high fives fives the the guy. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Uh, all building up to that, and then of course you have um, Arbed, who, who like puts him back in his place. I, 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 oh yeah, and he says, um, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa!" For my standout moment. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Mike, what what is your standout moment? (laughs) I've picked a moment that I think is very important for Arbed because I think quite often it's you come close to having Arbed be a bit too disconnected from reality. So I think it's good to have moments where you get reminded like, yeah, Arbed is like, he's a, he knows what's going on. He just likes TV. And you get an important moment when Jeff yells at him. Oh, I thought you could separate life from TV, Arbed. That gimmick's very season one. And Arbed just replies, I can tell life from TV, Jeff. TV makes sense. It has structure, logic, rules, and likable leading men. In life, we have this. We have you. And then he storms oh, out. Such a, what a cracking God, line. And sums up community so well. Because community has like a, I, such a douchebag leading man and rarely makes any sense. And I love it. it, it if just, someone said that to me, I would probably melt there on the spot. So it's savage. Really brutal, yeah. isn't it? He cuts right through. And then immediately followed with, I'm on the clock for another hour if you guys want me to do some Batman lines. For <laughs> 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 some reason, Rattle that George Devil. Clooney impersonator, the lines he's learned of Batman once. Yeah, razzle dazzle. God, what terrible George Clooney impersonator. He doesn't look or sound anything like George Clooney. But also, <laughs> Arbed's um, first time contacting yeah. a celebrity impersonator firm. And it's also fun that he got the Clooney impersonator for Britta's wedding, bearing in mind a season six episode. Whoa, 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 whoa. Mm. 
completely lost on me. Yeah, no, it isn't, because you pointed it out to me. What? This is we'll talk about it later. I'll, talk, I'll, I'll, I'll remind you later. I'll talk about <laughs> it later. So far. Yeah, I, I, I'm just so glad that it's we've gone to season two. Because it is, for me, it is the best season. And it has a perfect run in it. There's like three or four or five episodes in a row, which are all basically 10 out of 10s. And it's just, I, I didn't expect it to start as well as this. Like, I, I hadn't seen Anthropology for a long time. I forgot Betty White was in it when I came into it. I was like, oh, there's, it's this episode. And then you got the, all the wedding stuff. It just comes together perfectly. Season um, 2 gets off to such a flawless start. Because I think starting here, I think that for the... Cause it's 24 episodes long. I think up until episode 11, so pretty much the first half, there's only one episode that's not a 9 or 10 for me. And then it takes until 15 to drop down to a seven then. And in the, so that means in the first, in the first 14 episodes, there's only one episode lower than a six, lower than an eight. And it's a six. And that's a pretty good run because there's some fantastic stuff. And even a six is more good than bad. But yeah. Just because there's, there's so much good coming in the next few episodes and you can feel it while you're watching this. Like you can feel when you're watching that argument, you're like, oh, this season's going to be good. <laughs> and it is. It's the best one. I love it. I love the show. I love this episode. <laughs> so, shall we, I guess, short episode, but uh, I guess on that note, we'll we'll wrap up and and be back next week for a, a one of my 35 for 10 out of 10s. So all that's left to say from me is uh, goodbye. And from Sammy. Goodbye. And from Reese. Goodbye. Season two. And from Jack. I'm, I'm devastated because I was going to use... Men are monsters that crave young flesh. The end as yeah, my uh, goodbye, but I can't do that because that was your standout moment. So I'll yeah, yeah. simply say au revoir. Ah, okay, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>